It's from Hugo Hamilton in the book The Speckled People, a memoir of a half Irish childhood. <laughs> Did what you read the book? Is what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. The quote is, maybe your country is only a place that you make up in your own mind, something you dream about and sing about. Maybe it's not a place on a map at all, but just a story full of people you meet and places you visit, full of books and films you've been to. I'm not afraid of being homesick and having no language to live in. I don't have to be like anyone else. I'm walking on the wall and nobody can stop me. It's top level, top, top level. That's a top quote. <laughs> Try memorizing that one, yeah. huh? <laughs> it's not, it's not the, yeah, it's not, not the most digestible quote, but... Yeah, it takes some time to stew in the stomach a little bit. Yeah. Take, let it stew. Okay, I'm just going to reel off, because I'm sure everybody wants to know all my favorite I, movies. I'm actually quite... I, I'm more interested okay. in the top... Like, it's rough thing. right now, because I'm kind of moving and going and thinking about okay. what is my criteria for ranking movies as we go. Before we move on, Ray Hudson. Ray Hudson. Top Ray man. Hudson. Top, top This man. guy is so... He's so... He uses imagery. He uses... Uh, allegory a lot of metaphor a lot of metaphor he uses just everything you can think of in the english language to commentate yeah sometimes you can't even tell he's talking about football <laughs> if you just heard him talking you'd be like why is this guy but uh, it's entertaining oh it's so good so, uh ads. Okay. go ahead rough draft the yep. matrix <clears throat> number one interstellar dark knight inception batman begins v for vendetta my cousin Vinny. Dark Knight Rises, Into the Spider-Verse, Thor Ragnarok, Sherlock Holmes, Straight Outta Compton, Jerry Maguire, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rogue One. Right now, that's top 15. Spider Into the Spider-Verse? Have you seen it? that movie? I have. Oh, I loved it. It's pretty good. I love it. It's a cartoon movie at the end yeah. of the day. I loved it. That's cool. Doesn't matter if it's a cartoon movie. No, it doesn't. No. But like most, some people just don't give cartoon movies any respect. Yeah. I love animation and like, yeah. it's really good. I thought it was amazing. It was a different type of animation than yeah. that we're used to as well, which is cool. Let's see, I don't have a a list like that, mm. but um, one that you didn't mention. A lot of those I agree with. Yeah, that they would be my top five as well, especially the Batman movies. Um, uh, Gladiator would I be. I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's, we talked about this. I think it's just too long for me. Okay. Too long. Did you say was Interstellar in there? Yeah, I loved Interstellar. That one is deep. He's Inception's in there too, it's right? Like number two, Inception's four. Oh my gosh, he's done it. That's wonderful. Yeah. Do you want to uh, want int- to introduce the pod, Matt? Uh, yeah, it's more your bag. Nah, I don't know. Pod, I've done. I'd like to hear you do it. I feel like we've settled into our roles now. People are going to be all over the shelf when I start introducing the pod. We've settled in. Be like, what is this? <laughs> settled in. You do it so well. You have an eloquent voice. Should I do it in the commentary voice? I don't know. You do what you feel. <laughs> you're, the, you're in charge of that. So, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Top Top Podcast, formerly known and actually currently known as the Top Top Pod. Um, we are in Pittsburgh, right now via atlanta yeah actually so we're on a stretch of away games here so we just played in atlanta and now we've flown to pittsburgh and we're playing tomorrow against uh the local professional soccer team in pittsburgh looking for a big win playing at the highmark stadium uh yeah this is the top top pod my name is jordan farr this is matthew watson 
Hola. We're here to uh, bring pleasure to your ears and talk about some things that <laughs> you might want to hear about. <laughs> what was the second part about uh, ISM? No, ASMR. Pleasure to your ears. Trying to bring pleasure to your ears. No, that's no, that's a big part of what we do. That's a big part of what we do. Um, I'm looking for my favorite quote personally because you got the look on your phone for them. There is somewhere in my notes my favorite quote. Mm, I don't have that many notes, so it's pretty easy. So I'm <laughs> I miles away from the mic. <laughs> You're talking from a different uh, room. <laughs> <I'm still here. laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> All right, I have. I have a I have a pod topic before I go after my quote. Okay, I'll so give you time. Currently, I uh, I don't know. I think working out is important for every person in the world to be physically active. As soccer players, we are physically active all the time, uh, every day. And <clears throat> for instance, like to give. The, the the listeners out there an idea of what Matt does on the field in a game on average a soccer player runs about seven to nine miles a game is that right Matthew I'll tell you you're in the right ballpark okay um and on top of that I at least just during a single practice session will lose seven pounds of sweat that's his excuse for taking all the water <laughs> uh so Obviously, we have an avenue of working out every day that we not only get to do, but we're also getting paid to do. Mm. Matthew, how important to you is working out extra on on like during the season? During the season, it's not like, important at all. For okay, zero percent, zero. And we're talking strictly weight room. Yeah, zero percent. Okay, now outside of the weight room, like getting extra touches on the ball or. Is that something that you used to do or you do now? Or I definitely used to do it more. Obviously, okay. I'm 34. And for me, it's like most important is my energy. Yep. And, you know, it depends. If I have time after practice and there's something in particular, I feel like I need to work on this a little bit more. Like it's getting a bit sloppy. I'll work on it. But uh, obviously, at this point in my career, I'm just like, okay, I need to be fresh, healthy, injury free yep. for the next game. Yep. As opposed to when I was younger, you know, like when you're in your twenties, for the most part, you can just run forever. I feel like, like without like aches, pains, little niggles, whatever. For the most part, and I think it definitely player by player, I feel like I've been pretty fortunate in my career with injuries. But right at this point, it's more like, do I have the energy for the game? So Let's where when before maybe I'd stay a little bit longer, do a little bit of whatever. And at this point, I'm just like, okay. I've finished the session. I have no injuries. I should get off the field now. Right now. But you have a problem with too that. Much. Yeah. You have an issue with that. You don't like getting off the field after training. You like playing two touch. Yeah. Little shots. things where yeah. I'm not running too much. But like the other day, I hit some balls with Cole because I was like, my some long balls pigs. have been a little bit off. I've had new shoes, you know. Yeah. And yeah I yeah. haven't really found that perfect strike with them new shoes on the, on the switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me hit a few and try and find the, the groove, you know. But I was very wary of like pulling the hammy or something like right. that. Right. So, and I, I think that's the difference between you know being in your twenties and being in your thirties. Right. Right. That's good. I I know you don't like the weight room at all. Yeah. Um, I think with that, and again, this is my opinion. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. This is not based on any facts, but 
the the game itself doesn't necessarily require it sure for like preventative yes I think but you don't need to be any bigger than again I've probably said this before but like you look at Xavi and Iniesta they're not big players and the best but I feel like if a lot of teams especially in America took that extra time in the white room and did a little bit extra on the field right they'd technically be in a better space but it's also you know it's cultural like America kind of like a big strong in American football like athlete. that's that's like yeah you're half your literally 50% is in the weight room yeah but that's different because you do need it for some of those positions for sure when I think of the weight room I think of like plyometrics um, high, eye hand even coordination yeah. and like there's a lot to me I think of the weight room being more holistic like where you're doing footwork drills you're doing like balance exercises you're working on power and then you can also get a ball involved like, yeah. And again, as a keeper, it's a bit different. It's a different, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. total different beast. Um, I personally love, and again, it could be because I'm American as well, but um, I personally love the weight room aspect of the whole soccer player. Um, I love, you know me too. I love being on the field, and I love it more being. Yeah. I rather just do goalkeeper training and train with the boys and be yeah, small sided. Yeah. Um, but the weight room aspect, I get excited to do that just because it's like an excess. It's like an extra part that like if you take advantage of, it could potentially boost you into a different level. But as a goalkeeper, you're looking at power. Yeah. You're looking at core strength. You're looking at quickness and speed, uh, lateral movement, a lot of like quick steps. Yeah. Uh, so like I, there is a, there is a difference uh, Positionally, think, yeah, yeah. I think there's yeah. massive. I mean, I'm sure I've never been a goalkeeper, so I don't know how much you need it. You are fourth choice. I am fourth choice, but you know, as fourth choice, you don't get many looks, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I've never liked it naturally, and then you, just, I just looked at players that, to me, it doesn't look like spend much time in the weight room. If you look at Iniesta, right. his chest is almost like caving in, but right, no one's tackling him because his technique is so good. Right, and then like I've all, I also played with a player when I was younger at Wolves who, like, weight lifted a lot, and got so top heavy. He was like fast before, and it almost slowed him right. down. No, there's a balance for sure. And he did look nice, but it didn't help his football. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it, it comes to I think positional as well. Like, if I was a centre back, maybe I'd need right. to be a bit bigger or a striker, but, maybe a big hold up yeah. striker. Uh, but I mean, my game is a lot of running, general like, right. and like I'm. I'm also fortunate because I grew up in England, and the game's a lot more physical. So I'm used to the physicality without necessarily needing to go to weight room. Right. Like I've just kind of learned how to use my body. Like, it's more I don't have like a big body, yeah. but I know how to use it well. Yeah. I've, I've decent balance, so I can go into a shoulder shoulder, and usually I'm fine. Right. What frustrates me about that? What you just said is that you don't value the weight no you don't that's not that you don't value it but like you don't i just don't think it's necessary you don't think it's necessary but like if you look at who matthew as he is the guy's got a perfect physique for soccer in my mind with height and then like weight and uh strength and it's just not (laughs) yeah it's listen i'm here to compliment you but uh it's like a lot of people would like train hours and hours in the gym to get what you have mm. but like a lot of it's been developed naturally and a lot of it's like physique and like genetics but mm. i think 
you would say that you probably do more body body weight stuff like out like growing up it sounds like did you ever do like push a lot of push-ups sit up nothing nothing <laughs> like so when i was up this is it like before i went to walls i did nothing zero yeah and i went to walls and uh they forced us to do weights i yeah. used to just go through the motions in there do what just about was necessary i don't think that necessarily helped me that much like personally right but it was also in a day where i and i don't know because I, I was young and i wasn't really looking for this but i don't know how much of the weight room expertise was specific to soccer players we were just doing very basic like right you know now it's like very oh okay this is for this specific yes movement like they've got it down to real science in to those science, days yeah. it was just i was doing like chest press yeah this one above my head some sit-ups and push-ups right. so i don't think it was like that soccer specific but like the, the game just dictates it in england that you have to learn to use your body so mm -hmm. that's where i think i was fortunate i think you're right a little bit genetically like i've always been pretty uh fit like i'm yeah. about to run yeah uh and like i feel i feel like whether, when i go in the weight room if I, if I go in weight room all year or if I don't go in, I'm always kind of the same. Okay. I don't think I improve that much. Like if I lift frequently, right? like I don't look any bigger. And if I don't go, I'll just look exactly the same. So okay. I guess with that, it's like, I'm just happy where I am. A lot of it for me is like, feel like when I go in, I feel like really good, like coming yeah. out. Like I, I'm sore obviously, but like there's definitely a, a point where when you start working out, it's like you're sore all the time every time you work out and it's like it's like it's horrible yeah, but then yeah. once you like get into a good consistent routine it's almost like your body expects it and needs it yeah um so i feel like i've benefited a little bit from that but like a lot of people that i know played in college and then they've played their entire life and, and then they get to college they play four or five years and then yeah. after that's done so, and then they get big and then what happens right so like for us we get to play professionally yeah. and continue in your 30 34 i thought you're 33 oh. he's an old man <laughs> um you're 34 and so eventually at some point in about 10 years you're going to stop playing soccer yeah but <laughs> and, i don't think it'll get any bigger right i so, mean also my diet plays a huge part in that massive you you don't eat a ton yeah and i don't like food that much like right when i've stopped playing i would probably would just eat cereal for breakfast <laughs> make it to dinner Probably eat cereal for dinner. Just granola <laughs> and yogurt, basically, all the time. So, keys with tea. You're not too concerned about working out after soccer? Uh, or, like, what's that going to look like? Yeah, I probably will run. Okay. I've actually started to like running. I used to hate it. But I love music, and I, I've just, like, in off season generally, I would just put music on, go right. for, like, two to three mile run. There you go. Just so it's not that hard when I have to come back into it. Right. Uh, and then. I'll just do like 100 push-ups, 100 subs. Okay. That's it. Like that's like a workout right there. That's it. Okay. That's good. And then you'd probably continue doing that after, like once you're I done. I could see that. I could see it. But I, could, I mean, a little bit depends on what I'm doing. Will you like play in a in a league, like a probably, men's league? Okay. Probably just going to destroy people. <laughs> that. That'd be fun. It would. I played in the off-season in India. And whew. <laughs> Some it shocking new standards. Yeah, yeah. I started getting upset. Oh get yeah, upset. you played some indoor I get too. Upset because I just like the minimum for me. I've said this like in in the pro, but yeah. it's like hard work is the bare minimum. Right. Like just so work like, hard. People yeah. turn up and they're just walking around the field. I'm yeah. like, what's the point? Come in. Like, 
to enjoy the game to me you kind of have to work hard agreed there's and nothing ha- worse than going and not giving your best like, and then not, not, and not being competitive yeah. like the competitive point i agree yeah. and, and like when i turn up and play men's league like an off season as well like for me it's not only a workout but it's also like you're working out harder when you go and be competitive and i yeah. think people are missing that when they're when they just turn up on sunday thinking that this like, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. It's I, we're diff- we're looking at it differently, but it's hard not to. I think it's hard to just switch off because you're used to certain standard, and that's the thing. I go there knowing they're not as good as me. Ex- yeah, but at general. least at least bring but, the work. Out yeah, there. make all the mistakes you want, but work yeah. hard, and that's how I feel about a professional game. You know, right? And like, so, I don't know if I you. told you this one story. I probably I might have already told this on the part. Tell it again, mate. But basically, like when I go, I'm very conscious of like not trying to be the man yeah no you haven't, you I, haven't I basically I turned up yeah they stood me on one of the two teams i paid my 10 bucks or whatever yeah and so i turned up you know first of all it's, it's rolling subs and like some people don't come off for like ages right whatever. i'm very conscious of making sure i sub like timely not trying to do too much even though i feel like i could stay out and just win the game for right. my team but i just like okay like it's not it's not about that it's for all of us you know yeah. i'm trying to get fit they, they just want to play so I like go on. I'm passing, moving the ball. Not like you know. I could probably dribble everyone. Pop in the pill. Yeah, I could probably <laughs> dribble everyone. You know, but like yeah. I'm just like sharing from my teammates. What passing it around, right? And then so one time I took someone on, just one time, George. And this guy on my team goes, "Man, can you pass the ball?" I'm not like, a chance. And first, of all, first of all, the other guy was not passing the ball. Right. Almost any time he got it, and I was just really upset. I, but I didn't say anything. Bro, just how would you not? I would be raging. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, man, I dribbled one guy. No, you know what he said? He said, play simple. <laughs> oh, like a coach. <laughs> yeah. Keep it simple, Matthew. But he just won the ball. <laughs> and then I just... Uh, was he good right. at all? No. no he wasn't he good. Was hor- that's the other thing. I mean, he was horrific. And he was dribbling every time and trying to do flicks and tricks. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, did you ever lose a game in the offseason? I only played once. After that, I was like, oh, "You're done." I'm not going back. Oh, that's so good. I'm not going back. He I mean, the standard it. was so low. It's like I've been to other places where the standard's yeah. been higher. I like it has to be a certain level because then I'm not even having fun. Yeah, you so, know, like you yeah. get the ball. The next, no one's pressuring you. Right. You have time to take a touch, look up. You can do whatever you want. They're take just standing. Right. Nobody's making runs. <laughs> just looking at you. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it to you now. You're going to lose it. I'm going to win it back. Pass it to another one. You're going to lose it. I'm going to win it back. And I'm working out at least. <laughs> I when I at least I when I get to go home, I get to go play with like my college mates. Yeah, yeah. Guys from my high school who, who still can play, and like just people that I know that can play. And so like we can actually turn up on a Sunday league game, play good soccer, and like yeah. have fun and like get a good workout yeah. while doing it. So when I was in North Carolina, I used to meet up with some of the boys in the off season and play, and that's more fun. Yeah, I mean it's hard because like you don't put yourself above anyone, you know. No, like, no, no. Everyone has the right to play the game. Yeah, but it's just like I kind of just want you to work hard when you play. It's it's a standard that I think we can all agree. Yeah, that you should. You that should every that's work that should be accepted when you're playing a sport. Yeah, just work hard. What are you doing? Yeah, in everything. I don't you think go. you can really have the enjoyment without the work. Yeah, you know, because then you know you went home. And you're like, oh, I didn't really do my best. Is I felt like That's this great. after an indoor tournament in the off season as well, and I played on the field 
this off season the entire time because of my shoulder waiting for that to heal oh, totally and like i felt like i put in a bad performance we still won the and i texted like the, our group message of the team and i was like sorry but <laughs> i'm like i take it way too seriously yeah. like when obviously if it's just kick around and like people are just turning up and like it's a pickup whatever but like when it's like a you put on an actual jersey yeah, and you all yeah, wearing the yeah. same jersey and they're wearing a different jersey there's refs involved and they're, yeah. it's like there's a switch that yeah. always comes on that's yeah. hard to like just stay level yeah, you know? yeah. and just kind of realize where you're at and what you're doing right right so obviously i'm not ever gonna get like mad at a teammate or anything yeah, yeah. but like i want to still win yeah. like really badly yeah. no me too <laughs> so when i was in chicago uh in the off season i played indoor pretty frequently then the level's decent there actually <clears throat> excuse me so there was two games i got sent off two games in a row in indoor oh my god so i got so upset did i get the ref no what? like the, so the first time this is we're playing intermural uh not intermural what's the word like it's unisex football i don't know oh yeah uh co-ed co-ed yep so playing co-ed uh, we were like a decent amount. It's probably like maybe three boys and four women on okay. the team. Yeah. Uh, and the other team has like maybe like one, two. They're like taking it super seriously. But then there's one huge black guy and he's just kicking everyone the women, the men, everyone. I'm just like, what are you doing? What's this guy doing? So, like, we have kickoff. Is this back in England? Where is this? This is Chicago. Chicago. Sorry. So the kickoff comes to me and I turn my back to play and this guy just starts sprinting and I can see he's just going to crush me in a tackle. So, like, as he as I control ball, he like kicks me from behind. As he runs past me, I like grab him by the head. Oh like, shoot. Throw him down on the floor. Like use his momentum. And, like, him, yeah. And, like, oh my gosh. And like get on top of him and like just like grab him and say, What are you doing, man? And like and then everyone like like piles up. Yeah, yeah. Obviously I got a straight red card. Right. I mean that that was just like I felt like the guy was being unnecessarily yeah. aggressive. And set the tone. He's kicking like women. I'm just like unbelievable. We're playing a football game here. Unbelievable. And then the other time we're playing like a, it's similar to my other story. Like it's a New Year's Day tournament, uh, and I'm on this team and no one is subbing. But I've been there like oh my god, like ten minutes and no one subbed off. And like the thing is, like you're a professional soccer player. Yes, and we're like, semi final at this point. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's whatever. Oh my god! But so we're like two 0 down. I come on. I think I can't remember. I scored two. Like it was three two when I went off. Yeah. So I sub again, and then I go off. Of course, they start losing again. Right. I'm like this guy's just being selfish. Like no one's passing. No one's working hard. So I'm getting upset, and uh, so finally someone subs off again. I, I played maybe like two times during yeah. the however long this game was. And we're losing again. And I'm just like, we should have like won the game, you know? Right. And this guy, like they put him through on a breakaway. No one's tracking back. I'm like the only one back there. And the guy like gets played in behind me. And I just like crush him in a tackle out of like anger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, absolutely no one, yeah. crush him. Get straight red. Just go home. But, hey, so. I like, that's why it's, it's so difficult to turn and play with people that you don't know. Yeah. It's like, I don't, like, I feel like whenever I play, it's always with, like, a connection, like, oh, I yeah, know this yeah, guy. And then, yeah. so there's, like, mutual respect amongst all of us. Yeah. Not that they need to know that, like, I'm a professional. It's more just, like, we yeah. know each other. And so I can be like, come off. Like, don't yeah, yeah, stay yeah, out. Yeah. Which, for you, it's like, you're telling a random stranger to come off. and he, yeah, he But off. the thing is, I'm never going to tell anyone to come off. That's okay. why. I'm like, because it's also not my team. So they exactly. play regularly. So I'm, exactly. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But the thing is, the hard work, if you're on there working hard, yeah. passing. Yeah. 
Like, we all want to be Ronaldo or Messi. I get sure. it. But it's a team sport and you're not Ronaldo or Messi, so you got to pass sometimes. You yeah. Know? Agreed. But it is what it is. Like, it just you, it turns me off to like playing. Do you think uh, generationally are we getting. Because I look at the US Mexico uh-huh. um, results, how we lost to Mexico twice and on home soil. Yeah. And the second one was a horrible, a horrible loss. Yeah. Um, is there. Obviously, the media holds people still, I think, accountable as far as when they lose. Yeah. Like, they, they ask the questions. But, like, as a generation, are we raising kids to be okay with defeat? Because uh, we're, we're both coaches. Yeah. Um, that's true. It's kind of a tough balance because you want them to learn the game and not be down and not hate. It's just, like, it's a weird balance, you know? Sometimes I think about that. Sometimes I think we try and teach it too much. Like... To experience it, you can just play it. Okay. Like, and I hope this is the correct term, but a lot of Hispanic clubs at the club I coach at are the better players, and I think that's because they play all the time. Right. They just play. So they, they have already good technique, whereas yep. a lot of the kids, we're teaching everything. Yep. Where they could be playing all the time, just learning by doing, you know. And there, there's a disconnect of, like, emotional uh, feeling towards the sport where yeah. you're choosing to play and you're choosing yeah. to learn. Um, I'd agree. I played on a 90 per, 90% of my team growing up was Hispanic. And, yeah. like, they always could shoot the ball harder than me. Yeah. They could always, like, they're quicker. They pass better. They um, had a better technique, I feel like, yeah. most of the time. Now, I think I was <clears throat> exceptional just because I really enjoyed playing. And so I was doing it as well. But, like, naturally that's their culture yeah like their culture is to love soccer and so it's all about that as well and they watch it more and they i don't know so like at least in my experience with my hispanic team like they were all about it and you saw it at a young age that they were just better than yeah i mean the I average american well, where it's the same like and obviously white person different <laughs> culture but uh we just played all the time man yeah. like the coaches didn't have to teach us the very basic right you already right. had like a good foundation of what we needed like no one's toe poking the ball yeah well i used to toe poke the ball did you really yeah but like, that's because i'm self-taught you know what i'm saying and i was okay. just faster than everyone they used to just play me in over top and pop I it toe poke everything. Is this is a correct time to use a toe poke 100 percent. yeah there's, there's so, massive time so i used to be a good toe poker but then once <laughs> I had walls, they were like you can't do that like, okay, <laughs> let me let me work on the side what thing yeah but you'd always probably take it upon yourself to like work on the things they're t- asking to work on that's that's something i have to tell did, kids no, that's constantly the thing. Did, like they did ask me to work on them so consciously went on there i'm asked to work on but i just played all time like by no, myself right. with other people right so i was i had like i was already pretty good you know what I'm saying? yeah and it's like anything you get out what you put in but I, I that's just what i think with the u.s mexico thing is that they're just playing yep all the time yep. and like everyone's different right so as much as you can teach a technique like it's like teaching Arjun Robin to be right footed. Like, should someone have been like, okay, like at our club, we pretty much like try and use both feet all yeah. the time, which I think is a good. I think that's the right thing to do. Right. But at the same time, if someone's self-taught, they know what works for them. Right. Arjun Robin knows his left foot inside out. He can, like, you can't stop can him. Do whatever he he wants. can go left right. and right with his left foot. Mm-hmm. You know, so he doesn't really need his right. It would help him at times, but. He's got to a world-class stage yep. without ever needing it. So, as well. And I think sometimes we're trying to teach, like, everything. Right. And so much needs to be self-taught. Yeah. We, I don't know who I was talking with this the other day, but, like, I think it was Carl. 
and he was talking about how like the best way to uh I don't know. He's talking about teaching or learning or something. Yeah. But I, th- I just think sometimes, like, once you're, you've learned something, you always do that. And there's no room for creativity there. Mm. Okay. Like, when I figure out, like, I paint, right? Right. And I don't know any of the techniques. I just know, this is what I'm trying to paint. I need to put it on there. And I just I just worked out what works for me. And right. I'm sure if I went to an artist, he'd be like, oh, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. Yeah. But yeah. to me, it, it doesn't matter because, like, I followed my process right. and got what I wanted out of it, you know? So, and then you find the other things in there, you know, that maybe they wouldn't teach you, which help you. Right. You know? And I think the same can be said for football. Like, it's like Neymar, like, as a coach, I, I don't want my players really rainbowing and right. nagging people in right. certain places of the field. But, like, he's he's learned, like, okay, in the, when he's in the middle of the field and he's doing these, like, crazy tricks that probably no one else would right. do, dare do that. Yes. He understands that. He's been in that situation before and people aren't expecting that in the middle of the field. Exactly. That's why you can get away with it. Right. Whereas like a, a coach, like I'd be like, don't ever do that in the middle of the field. You know? Right. I, I think sometimes you just have to like let the creativity right. flow. Right, agreed. So, and it's a bit of a rant there, but. No, no, it, it's all leads back to just like, <laughs> the dis- for me, I see a, a lot of the reason people, the standard, well like, so sorry, let me back up. Standard right now for like young footballers in America, very high. Like I feel like we have some really good young like yeah. talent, but like these kids that are coming through right now, like the five, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, yeah. eleven, twelve, thirteen, and then high school beyond. These kids have so many distractions with video games That's and true. like phones, and I see it with the kids I coach, my little brothers. Um, and it's like it's difficult to really go after one thing um, yeah. and be like, I want to do this and I want to be really good at this. Yeah. And I'm not making an excuse for them, but there are a lot of distractions that they have just at their fingertips yeah. that are so, oh. that literally get your brain firing in a certain way where it's like, I need more of that stimu- yeah, yeah. Uh, stimulant. I mean, as well as the fact there's like five of our sports you can potentially right, exactly. get program. Which, <laughs> and which then p- what's the word dilutes the pool of yes. talent. And then add like random like like ping pongs like uh the, yeah. like you can play cornhole professionally. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> you know. know. You were talking about this yesterday about the the screens and the games and stuff. But right. then there's also something you said like football is just a game. It is. And like if let's say my son right he's grown up in the same era mm-hmm. he's a, he's eight right now. Uh, if he wants to be a professional gamer, he he could still make millions of dollars. He's still just doing yeah, an some sort of form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to be like okay you should be outside because there's no right way to be to be a professional entertainer basically yeah Uh, yeah i do understand why though because we're like like you were saying like we don't really know the long-term ramifications of the technology and the usage the amount we use it right we're looking we're talking about effects on the brain uh, so yeah and on with cell phones and with ipads and with how uh intense and graphical graphical i was about to talk about graphical video games are getting like the way they're how high how realistic how realistic yeah and like how we don't know the effects on it because we're the first generation to really be a part of that like we're seeing where it's happening now and so like we're not going to know the ramifications for another 20 years of like eyesight uh what it does to your brain memory all these things 
so like it's just interesting um i'm glad i i'm glad i played soccer and i fell in love with it at a young age because i think it's it's connected me with just so many people and like has made some really really cool uh memories moments uh friendships relationships and like yeah i don't think it's difficult to get that from uh something that's not a sport a team sport uh in that yeah, way I'd agree I think even yeah. if someone did go to with the video game path you're going to meet a ton of people but at the end of the day it's like you're not going to get this holistic like active being outside being with people working out uh, routine there's yeah, a lot of things that I come mean, along you can with it. I like, mean a lot of the, the video gamers do it like professionally and like right. travel and do of course, practice yeah. and have people they spar against mm-hmm. spar if it's fight, <laughs> fighting games for sure like Mortal know, Kombat uh, yeah so I don't know I don't I like again and I don't know a ton about we've it we've never but. really I mean at least I've never had that experience of being in that world but I can yeah. imagine you'll still make a t- bunch of friends a hundred percent and so that's that's something that I do like about video games that it has brought uh, it's 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 allowed me to stay connected with people like my yeah. brothers that are that I'm not physically next to yeah, yeah, yeah. which has been really cool but I don't know. I don't. It's such a new thing being a professional like Ninja. Like this is he's totally opened up a, a new this life. wormhole of yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, like honestly, I actually love watching those fighting. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Like, it comes right right down to wire. Someone has like a combat with a combo where they're juggling their opponent, and you're just like, are they going to finish them like in the air? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, but and this is where I think like. I think maybe we slightly disagree. Okay. Is uh, I don't think that's any different from football in the fact that it's entertainment. Like, I think we've grown up with football and we understand that worldwide people love football. Yeah. And it's almost this religious thing. Right. But there's no reason gaming can't become that. There's no reason it's any different. It's entertainment. Sure. I. That's an interesting point. If it can get to a level like that, let's say. In I mean, have you seen some years? It's like thousands and thousands yeah. of people watching the stadiums yeah. it's crazy i just think of like but that's what i'm sure when football first started right people were like wow what is this thing that everyone's doing didn't like, they like it wasn't like a pig like a cow's stomach they'd kick around back in like, like middle medieval days yeah probably it's like this like intestine thing is weird but um i read something about that but like football like at this point football's like stop the wars in some places like they they like people come together nationalities everything and there's also but it's also created a bunch of controversy and like people you know like hating each other, hating each other. a little bit of division but right but at the I end mean, of the day it's all largely them. on like game days and stuff and sure i mean i'm sure the behind the scenes there's still some argy bargy but right oh argy bargy tell me what that means it's like a little bit of trouble a little bit <laughs> ah, of, a little argy bargy yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's deep scrapping and that I'm le- like I said- if you're in london you're arsenal fan and you're with a couple of Arsenal fans. You see a ton of fans. You give them a bit of stick. You give you some back. It could, you could get to fisty cuffs. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the uh, Green Street Hooligans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a movie! Yeah. I actually National really Treasure. love that movie. National. Oh, so not yeah. <laughs> but like when I so when I was at Wolves, we played West Brom this one time, and like obviously I was at Wolves, so we get free tickets all game. So I went to this game, and after the game, like the Wolves fan, the the West Brom fans met up in the parking lot oh, of Asda, which yeah. is like a supermarket. And like, me and my dad were just walking to a car. We just happened to be there. A brawl? And yeah, there must have been like 50 guys. Like, no way. Yeah, start pushing and shoving. And my dad's like grabbing me to protect me and get me out there. And that. 
Yeah. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Green that's Street. Crazy. Bro, that's wild. But man. obviously, they're huge rivals. And see, so. I, I know, like, I've been to uh, college football games. Mm. I haven't been to an NFL game, but, like, it was Oregon State versus Oregon. And there's, like, people, like, definitely don't like each other. I just don't think that there will be a brawl of fans yeah. happening consistently. Because I feel like the movie made it seem like it was, like, every game you got to be ready, for, like, if you're a supporter oh. to, like, potentially yeah. fight the uh, yeah. other supporter group I mean there's, just, uh, there's certain groups you know like there's the main sports group and then there's these little like like the slaughterhouse not, not little they're big but like yeah like the slaughterhouse for us <laughs> and you got the BYB big one and then slaughterhouse and then like the uh, yeah the little yeah. flower little gorillas factions. little flower gorillas some, you know some of the factions want some of the action you know yeah so. but I know obviously you don't ever condone violence never uh it just shows you passion. how passion yeah. passion yeah and like because the club over. the clubs represent their community they represent where they're from they represent like people put their name on that club you know like yeah. they, their their blood sweat yeah, and tears yeah. generation and, to generation so like at wool stadium as well it's called Molina. like up in the corner where we used to play 5v2 there's like jail cells no so, way yeah so because they know there's going to be some like drunken rowdy I don't know if they're still there I imagine <laughs> they are. Yeah, little cells like with bars and everything. Just to stick like the drunkards in and people get in trouble until after games. So it could be hard to get them out, scrapping, whatever. Or right. If you arrest somebody, it's to come in there, I guess. That's wild. Yeah. I don't know if every ground has it. <laughs> it's like the dungeon of a castle. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know if they used them then or if they still use them. But that's which, great. I mean, it says a lot, right? No, that's great. Yeah, we, need, we need some cells. That's why, I, yeah. No American uh, stadiums have cells. Uh, not, yet. Not, yet. not yet. They're not passionate enough yet. <laughs> Bro, I, Wait until it spills over. Portland has been like incredible to grow up. I feel like in America, I couldn't think of a better like soccer environment to grow up. Yeah. Than in Portland, um, yeah. just with how like, oh my gosh, it's definitely a dream like to go back and potentially be the starter there. Which is cool to say because, like, I feel like everybody it's like, why would you have a dream to play for an MLS team like Portland or like an, an MLS team any anywhere? And it's like, why me, wouldn't you? Because the level in some mind and like growing up, there was not a whole lot of MLS backing for these te- like I'm not uh, supporters. Sorry, it's like people weren't coming to games. They were getting low numbers of attendance. Uh, the standard wasn't very high quote unquote like however you feel about that um and like people like the dream is obviously like manchester united like get over there and that's cool and i think that's something that i still like want that'd be incredible but like it's nice to be able to be in a place now in america where people have these really big dreams of playing for an mls side yeah because of they've grown up supporting that team that's been their club and for me that's that really was and has been the timbers just because like i'd play you know where you're from and it's different because the it's so like america's so big yeah and so like portland timbers like there wasn't a closer seattle's the closest team north san jose is the closest team south and that's like six hours away from san jose five hours from seattle no way more than that from san jose is like eight nine that's crazy and so like all this in between space 
you you want to latch onto a club. So Salem's only 45 minutes from Portland. And so it was easy once they became an MLS team. They're a USL side. Then once yeah. they became an MLS team. But like, like everybody's so excited. Like when I played for Carolina my first year, we played Portland. They still had like 10,000 fans. Right. Did, is that when they had the guy literally, yeah. Timber Joey, climbed an actual yeah, yeah. pole and just hung so, out up there yeah. and was cutting logs so from on. See, that's, uh, we got to bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> Timber Joey's, he's just cutting the log that's just on a nice, easy table, just cutting it up. Yeah. But no, they that's do a lot much. in the community. They're yeah. so involved. They, it, they've really done well. And so it's it's a cool culture. Yeah, it's really now. interesting how, like, same country, certain areas have such big fan bases. Right. Seattle places. as well. Insane. Mm-hmm. What's another big one for America? For America? For the MLS. I mean, oh, I yeah. LAFC is doing pretty well. <sighs> LAFC, good point. Yeah, Vancouver, obviously. Minnesota? The, the Canadian teams always yeah. have good. I Turn mean, up. Yeah. Montreal, I don't know, though. Montreal hasn't... I mean... They struggle, they feel like. I, right? I, I don't know, to be honest. I, I don't, don't watch a ton of Montreal games. Well, all I know is, obviously, I was at Vancouver, so a lot of times we go there, it was like a big game. Yeah. When I went to, when we went to New York Red Bulls Stadium, I was blown away on how like they built it because it's like a it reminded me of something that you'd see in Europe. Yeah. Like this big. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, what what would you call that type of it? Would be it wouldn't it's not a dome. It's arena. A, arena, right? It's an arena. Anyone's arena. It's proper. It's like yeah. every all around three hundred sixty degrees. There's yeah, seats, yeah. two massive sections. Yeah. Um, that was really neat. It yeah. actually felt like wow. This is a real football stadium. A real football stadium. Yeah. It's tight. Yeah. But no, it's cool. I'm excited, man. Hopefully, in soccer, like with all these rules coming into NFL football and cut, like with hitting, it's becoming less of that violent sport. It's still very violent, but like it's becoming less of that. Who? Thing. Soccer? No, no. Uh, football. American football. Oh. NFL. And the trajectory of like people supporting MLS and professional soccer in America yeah. is just going up my friend yeah it's going up I don't know how to take it to the next level though. how are they going to take it to the next level promotion relegation yes, let's do it Nate oh my gosh like I feel like I have this conversation with Josh Kramers like every time we talk the promotion relegation yeah because we both just want it so bad yeah it would just well, it's like some teams are literally playing games for nothing right now <laughs> yeah, bro. just so content like coming in last place because yeah I mean they're not they're content last team. that's hard right. but no I know what you mean though like There's the no season's love. done, so they're going right. into games like, okay, we're just basically seeing our time here. Yep. You know, which this is horrible. Man, heading up. <laughs> we took a brief pause. <laughs> I can't hear you. Shoot, I can't hear you. Okay, we're back. Jordan just went for pee. <laughs> were you on mute? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, no, so I was, we were talking about this at lunch. Mm. Um, I have a Prius, Prius Duh. Power Baby. Caca! <laughs> I think I've talked about this before. I'm proud of it. It's been fun, but definitely looking at getting potentially a new car, another car. Sweet, dude. Um, now, I've done the Dave Ramsey thing, and so I know buying a new car is not the smartest idea, but mm. Teslas. Tell me more. They intrigue me a ton. Um, I intrigue a lot of people. Oh, I mean, yes. There's such a it's people such a, it's a new intrigued. age. It's a new age. Um, and this this whole idea. There's a lots of things that intrigue me. The ele- it being a fully electric car where you're only having to pay like 
I don't think I think it's free to fill up on electricity in some places. Sometimes you have to fill up like for fifteen dollars. I think you yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hundred and sixty miles or something on <sighs> on some of their batteries. Yeah, for fifteen dollars. Oh. Get one of these bad boys. And as they well. and you can GPS has one. What's that? Our co-host has one. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, wow. Well, that's a, we're gonna have to talk about that. No, but um. You can set your GPS to go somewhere on the. Uh, it's literally the dashboard is just one giant i like iPad looking thing. It's just a, it's a tablet. It's a massive tablet, uh, and you can set your GPS, and it can tell you along. It can give you a route with charging stations, and like it can calculate how many miles are in between, so you never have to like worry about mm. missing a charge. Um, but this the is most sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> Dude, if I could get a free Tesla out of this. <laughs> um, Dear Elon. <laughs> yeah. Ali, we're going to get a Tesla. Um, that's a mention. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Uh, automated driving. 45 minutes has to be a record. <sighs> wow. What? He's oh, forgotten about you, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new world record. I could never forget about you, Ali. I love you. That's what I think about Ali. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I was thinking about her. I just what didn't kind say of it. husband are you? <laughs> uh, but dude, automated, automated Matthew. You could be. You could just sit in the car like a train almost, and just pop it onto the highway, set it in cruise control. It, it, it monitors the distance in between cars. It monitors uh, the lane, uh, how wide the lane is, and just being in the center of the lane, and it can speed limit all that and it, you're out it you can just take your hands off you can get the laptop out work on some things watch a movie chill it's out the dream. it's really the dream the future like for some people i hate driving so right so me me and you are the same like yeah, yeah. in this kind like we hate drive i don't enjoy yeah. getting in the car and driving for an hour it's a hassle it's a hassle i don't mind like a short trip like I can do that, like a yeah. little. I mean, I don't mind it, but if I didn't have to touch the oh wheel and pedals, it'll be way more relaxing. It'd be amazing. Like you wouldn't. You'd be like, okay, I get an hour to just chill yeah, out, yeah, yeah. not like I'd, an hour yeah, of like I'd drive anywhere. I'd drive everywhere for sure. Imagine long. I might just live in a car. <laughs> Could work like five hours away. Tesla RV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. But um, a lot of some people are not. They want control. They want to be able to. They, like some Carl. Be, right, Carl wants Typical control. Carl. He wants a manual ignition. He wants uh, it's like when he plays games. He field, just wants to be yeah, in control all the time. Go ahead. He, he hates it. No, I just for us, it's 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 we want this, but like, what could be some of the negatives of like not driving your car? Like, do, you, do you see exactly? I, <laughs> I see. I think no the whole thing is he wants to be able to like drive it for like the fun aspect of it, right? But I never find driving fun because you can only go like so fast. Like you don't want to have yeah. Well, I've been eighty miles per hour. Like I'm not gonna go ninety or hundred because I don't want to get pulled over and get right. a huge fine. So like it's not really fun to me. Yeah, I, I if everyone had automated cars, how hmm. simple would it, would you even have traffic? I mean, I'm sure you would, but logic would say no because everybody's getting on the highway at the same time their cars are monitoring each other yeah, yeah. it should not be like below yeah, but that would mean everyone would have to have one right and i think we're a long way away from that i always think of irobot and i know we've talked about this before but irobot they have the um the self-driving cars and he was like yeah, a yeah. detective so he could pull out his wheel yeah, yeah. and get going yeah, yeah um and they like hated motorcycles because of the gas um, like it's dangerous yeah, um yeah 
which is a, which is a cool aspect about electric car as well. But so many Americans, Matthew, especially where I'm from, love gas. They they just love the big old trucks revving the engines. This is what I about, man. Yeah, man. And honestly, it does make it gives you it gives you a type of feeling that is different. Um, makes you feel bigger than you are for no reason. Compensation. <laughs> no, but it just may, it gives you a cool feeling, like to like to have a power at your fingertips mm. and to hear yeah, it and have to a small feel car it. And have that. Right. Okay. Being yeah. like a Lamborghini. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. You've got power at your fingertips. For sure. Well, that's what. Yeah. But I mean, it's a bit harder to get a Lambo than a yeah. I'll get those. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and be able to like dirt roads, like freaking mud, and, you know, going. It's not for me. Up the it's mountains. I know. It's not for me. I like, like to if have. If you go to England, all the cars are just small, right. like A to B practical cars. A to B. A to B. You're trying mm-hmm. to get from A to B. We our parking spaces are so much smaller, like. You can't take one of those trucks and park anywhere in England, <laughs> or even drive in some places. Right. I remember when we got an SUV, and I feel like it was like super tight to park. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's funny because I I feel like if that like some of the roads are tiny. In yeah. England. Like you have roads where barely two cars can even fit, and you're like, oh my god! Every time a car comes, you're beeping around corners. Beep, 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 beep. Like as soon as you get into like that countryside area. Like you're going around corners where literally, if someone's coming the other way, you're getting hit. You got to beep the horn as you slowly go around. Because it's just like one. It's yeah. a small road. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. I don't know. No, I, I mean that's how like mountain, like back country, like ro- like not country roads, yeah. but like like mountainous, like where it's like terrain that doesn't isn't often traveled. There are roads like that, but most of the time there's always big two freaking lanes. Yeah, I mean, you guys have a lot of space. Semis. I guess England, there's just not that much space. Yeah, and ge- like in once you get into cities, like. They can't really build anywhere else. Right, so right. you're stuck with the roads that you have. You can't make the road wider. And you can't expand because there's yeah. ocean. <laughs> exactly. There's the yeah. sea. No, I, I would love. I mean, for me, I got a lot of. I think it. I got crap. Yeah, I got crap for getting a Prius originally. Um, and I feel like when I came here with a Prius, no one really said. I mean, Indiana. <laughs> Yeah. is one thing but like the team no one ever really gave me any stick for having a Prius yeah like no one really cared well, too much I everyone wonder. should be thinking that's what we need right you'd think right yeah. but people will want, love this control aspect of being able to like get what they want and no matter what the, the cost is sometimes so the planet you say yeah yeah and yeah. a perfect world I would love to have a truck and a Tesla, like a nice truck, so you can haul things, so you can mm. you can do some off-roading aspects. You can yeah. go up to the mountains or drive in snow. That's the other thing. But you could have a look at an electric truck or something. But I don't yeah, know. but there's a small part of because have you driven a truck before? Uh, I don't okay. Wanna. So my dad had a massive Ford diesel. Um, so it's your fault. Big long global warming's your fault. Long bed, man. It was a. Uh, it's four doors. It's big. It was a big truck, and when you're driving that thing, Matt. It, there is a you feeling feel like king of the world there's a feeling and when you're looking down to look at other cars there's just something about there's something uh what's it and like an animal instinct that sets off in, in inside of you you're like ah you know you feel you feel just you feel like a i don't know a you man know, a man <laughs> no you just feel powerful there's a there's yeah, you just feel powerful yeah. um I I, I, think, I I don't need that personally yeah. but like it was it, fun. sounds like you like it though it's oh yeah you like it yeah. for sure I think again, again, this is a cultural difference. It's like coming from England, like there's not really that 
emphasis on being a man. Like everyone dresses in like uh, tighter clothes now. Okay. Like, we're like very metrosexual. That's how mm. like Sure. You don't have guys that come I never saw a guy in like the one of those duck hunting hats and the green jackets with all the weird stuff on. Right. Like none of that, blood. We're just like but jeans, you, sn- clean, sneakers. Yeah, on appearance. Little yeah, it's the same thing though. It goes everything. Like we don't feel the need to be like, oh, I need to be like this monstrous man. Okay. Like, you see these, right, like, right. I mean, again, I'm sorry to any listeners who feel they just fit this description. That's fine. But, like, no, we're just being honest. You know, here. like you see these guys, like these bigger guys with like the green, like duck hunting outfit, like and, a camo, the camo, like, the, yeah, yeah. But this weird camo, right? Like, for sure. The hat, and they just look disheveled, like they've never looked in a mirror for five years. They got big old boots on, jeans. Yeah, everything is just big, and I'm just like, why? Baggy, right? Yeah. Like that guy, I know that guy's carbon footprint is, is almost as big as it can possibly be. The bigger, the better for him. <laughs> the bigger, the better. The more animals he's slaying, the worse he's eating, the more big gulps he can get in a day. The better for him. <laughs> the styrofoam cups. Yeah. Oh, God. Mate, this is. So this one, I, mean, I never saw nothing right. like this in England. I never saw anything that can even resemble that. You know, like you go to some of like the you know worse places, like with more crime in England yeah. or whatever. People still dress like nice to, to a degree of niceness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still kind of look approachable. Like if right. you didn't know what area, you'd be like, oh, like in America, they would look like this guy's a millionaire. Right, right. Like, He's like a city boy. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, uh, like again, it's cultural because yeah. this is like 19 years plus of like this, this being the way. <laughs> this is the I way. I just came to America and everything, like portions of it are huge, man. Like oh my first God. time I went to, me and my mom, when I just got to UMBC, went to the Inner Harbor, it's like a nice area, and yeah. got a meal. So I think we went to Cheesecake Factory. And when I saw that portion of it, I was like, this, was this to share? Like, what is this? And like, then picking that. I had like, yeah, picking off the so many French fries. Like, right. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, we, we just laugh about the portion size and everything for like a while until I guess now I'm used to it. But Yeah, there's an excess for sure. But I have to say that the, the whole hunting, like that, what you're picturing is like, that's so, it's normal one. And it's like, I don't know. I, I don't mind that look just be just oh, because it's horrific. It's horrific. I, obviously the look isn't appropriate for going to like a anywhere, dinner, anywhere. <laughs> but like there's something about like, just they're like, they just got off work. They're just, they're doing their thing, you know, whatever. What like, is that thing? Racism is that thing? No, that is yes. so racist of you to say. That's not that racist of me. I, because you're just assuming that that's yeah, like a normal thing. That's what I see. Oh I put, my God. Listen I see. to this man. He's a racist. That's <laughs> good. No, no. Uh, I, so like, Ali's family loves hunting, and um, they don't dress. I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> but there's a respect there that 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 I don't think anybody can have for animals, and it's going to be hard. That is the most ridiculous. You have, thing you have to listen. Heard. You have to listen. So you're saying if a different species came and started hunting humans, there'd be a respect there that not everyone can have with humans no George but you have to look you're running for your life and someone's shooting you you don't have respect for animals it's the idea of like don't talk about your ideas imagine someone's hunting you do would you say that person has a respect for you it's not personal person it's personal animal I'm saying alien species or different creature 
A high being. But they're not you. from our, the planet. Like, we share this Joe, planet. just answer the question. The high being comes okay. down. Smarter than you. This, is, you. this doesn't make any sense. They completely sustain themselves without having to kill right. a human. Okay. Do they have respect for you if they're hunting you? Exactly. It depends. It depends, honestly. Oh, it, for me, it depends. Because, again, we're not talking about alien creatures. I'm Why talking about... Why I'm talking about... Matter? Why does that matter? Because, for me, God put us all on this planet right okay humans animals and then nature around us okay you're the best humans are the best and humans they can do what they want i mean in biblical terms like we were we were given dominion over this earth as humans okay. as as, so as god's king. image kings. as god's image is what because god to me again isn't an animal he's yeah he's not an animal and god is god and so like we, like the Bible refers to him as a father, like as a as a tangible, and like Jesus came as a as a human, um, and so like in my in, in, in my way in my what I'm what I'm seeing it as like when Ali and her family go hunting, they track the animal. They're in nature. They're like living in this creation. Like, they naturally. track the animal. Right, right. They like watch. So they study it. They study. Like they're, they're living in their environment. It doesn't matter how many listen words you to, put there. You gotta listen to I am listening to you, listen. but what you're saying is nice words to cover up the fact that they're just gonna kill an animal. Listen to what? In its own home. They think, like literally, I know this is sounding weird for maybe some people, I don't know if people who listen hunt often, but like they're tracking this animal, they're trying to put meat in the freezer to feed their family. Because some you people, not listen, some people don't. You've got granola right there. Not some people don't. Have money. There's views that I hold as well. Like there's natural ways to get, because if you're a meat eater, if you're someone who likes to eat meat, for me, I rather go hunt it, kill it, use that meat, use all the animal, and like and use that to feed my family and the people my like around me, rather than like going to a supermarket who's just a cow that's just been butch, no life. There's nothing that that cow has to look forward to instead of like. Just producing milk and getting killed. So you're just saying you're just killing it in a better way. I'm saying if we all, if there wasn't that, and we all were just hunters, gatherers, hmm. don't you think that's like way more respectful yeah, it's, to it's the better, whole order of things? Of killing, but you're still killing. And then, so to continue with my story, they they see the animal, they track it, they go as they're going to kill it, they do it. Yeah. They shoot the animal yeah. or they use a bow and arrow to kill or they trap whatever if it's a bunny or something or whatever people I don't hunt personally. But um <laughs> they go over to the animal and like they pray like One thanking like thanking the animal like thanking dead. God for providing this animal for them and like use it like before it's able, dead or after. Uh, it's dead. Okay. Yeah. Like thank just thanking God that he he provided an animal that they get to now consume and like be able to that's just to make them not feel good either. I mean, in a way, it's a respect. Well, here's the thing, okay, right? Let's say you hunt this animal. You, you're trying to make yeah. it like a nice story. Let's say you hunt this animal. Right. You kill this bunny or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that bunny's getting food for its five babies. Yeah. So now those babies are just going to starve to death. So while you're having respect for that animal, the rest of them are But you're dead, also... Mate. So look at this So then. you're killing out six animals. So you, you're not using the meat. You destroyed a family. So you hold the... Uh, your, your view is like... I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't believe in God, so. No, no, and, and, but like evo evolution as well. So like the natural order of things. Like that bunny is food for a different animal as well. Yeah. So what's. The, the difference is the animal, that other animal doesn't have a supermarket. 
or doesn't understand. But the, the supermarket in itself is like that's an ugly truth as well. Like the supermarket, well, it provides jobs, of course, but like with the meat portion of it all. Okay, yeah, right. but it doesn't have a choice, is what I'm saying. It what? doesn't have a choice. But like, if, what, it, what? if I'm a lion in the Serengeti or wherever, I don't know if yeah, there's yeah. any lions in Serengeti. I think that's right. But where, wherever the lions <laughs> are, right. they're not like, ah, oh, like, should, should I just pop down the grocery and get a salad instead? Should we, should we go meat free? They don't have that choice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, so you're saying, so now that we have a choice. Like, if they had the, the, the uh, the IQ right. where they could make decisions and be like, you know what, we should. Then I, I would expect them to. Right. That's that's me. And then I would hold, you know, I would look down on them if right. they weren't doing that. But again, I can't. And, right. No, no, it's it's good. It's it's two views. I mean, I th- I just think for me the thing with hunting is, it's just the animal is not as smart as you. Right. It has no chance. Like when people, like, you know, it, I understand the sport of it. Not I can see how it's. I can see how it's fun. What you're but saying, like, I'm saying, like a deer. You know, it's just standing there. I've seen like people with like shotguns from not shotguns, what they called sniper rifles. Just snipe. You're not hunting at that point. Like I've seen like people. There's ways holding the heads of like elephants. Like okay, okay, hold on. We're talking about different things. That so elephant, hunters, right? But like what you're you're talking about like poaching. I'm talking about both. Yeah, I'm talking about all of them. Right? Again, it's still the same to me. It's so same. it's not you the kill same. an animal. It's like, not the same. It's not the me, same for me. I don't kill bugs. I don't kill anything. We're talking about a hunter who's going into the environment of an animal: bears, raccoons, yeah, porcupines. Why? Are you going to eat deer? Porcupines? And no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like you're putting yourself. Like we're mo- removing ourselves. Putting us. I'm saying me. I, I don't hunt. Live in the woods though. I mean, I would like to hunt one day. It'd you be know, really cool. Live by Maya. Um, <laughs> so, like, they put themselves in the environment of the animal. So, the animal, though you think doesn't have an upper hand, I mean, yes, there's a gun involved. <laughs> yeah, you have the upper hand. Okay, so, because so if bow, you bow don't, arrow, if you don't catch that one, you, you're just going to get enough one. Not true. Well, you give them one, you're like, okay, we do, we chase Dude, them Dude, there's today. so many times where uh, Ali's brothers and... Um, and dad like just go to a hunting tr- and don't get anything they don't catch it they good. don't kill anything good i'm glad <laughs> but, no, they but get you know like whether we're having this conversation it's personal because like yeah. i don't kill anything but I, I could, anything. Of course. yeah you don't you literally don't so you're having this conversation wrong person i'm I think, just never gonna say hunting's okay okay so i don't think killing like i don't want to step on bugs one of the right. biggest arguments me and my wife had this year was because she was killing ants in the house unnecessarily i'm like they don't they're just there you know like our kids drop crumbs I'm like why kill him? You know what I'm saying, right? Like, I mean, that's a like, what I wanted to do was like research a way that we could like lead them somewhere with some sugar or something and right. get them out of the house. So it's like I don't know if there's any humane way to get rid of ants, but yeah, she was just killing them. In this front this of me. is a, a, that's a different topic, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like you're talking about conserving life. Yes, which I dude, I think there's a respect that needs to be have had with living creatures 110 percent but when we're talking about providing meals but you're not because you can eat like back in the day i understand it right to modern day i don't understand it right. at all it's totally unnecessary right and i also in some way you're saying about with the humane it is better that you kill the animal cleanly humanely uh-huh. than abuse it like tie it up right take its kids whatever whatever right 
But to me, it's like at the end of the day, you're a vegan. You've chosen yeah, yeah. this lifestyle for a purpose, for a reason, and yeah. it makes sense why you have. I, I, like you know, overall, like this is not just that's my philosophy. Like overall, I'm just trying to live the best life possible, the least cruelty provided right. that I can. But why? Because I think that's the right thing to do. For who? For me to make me happy. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. That's, that's good. No, that's that's a quality debate. I love that. That's good. That's good. Uh, it's two or three. So oh, we have yeah, a meeting in twelve minutes. Um, you want to so do homework? I guess we should wrap. You've up. been listening to a lot of music the last yeah, twenty four hours. I have, but I've also been listening to like the same music over and over. <laughs> do I, I don't want to do a show again. I feel like I've done a show. I did a. Yeah, I did I've the done Joker a lot of music also. But I also haven't watched anything. Oh, you could do someone to follow on Instagram potentially. That's an interesting one. That's a good. That's a good piece of homework. Just thought of that. Can that be like a second part to homework? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can do like Instagram shout outs essentially. Okay. Uh, well, since I've been li- listening to a lot of English music, I'm gonna recommend uh, an album by Dave. Just Dave. Yeah, psychodrama. Dave, which, which I really like. He's actually in Top Boy as well. Last week I did Kano, who's in Top Boy. <laughs> so this week I'm doing Dave. I don't know. Oh, I, I watched Top Boy with you. That was fun. Yeah, yeah that was a yeah. good. That was so good. I, he's just like a really smart rapper. I, I just like his whole thing he's got going on. I like him. So check that out. Okay. Uh, do you want to go ahead? I haven't got anyone to follow yet. So I'll, I'll start with my follow because it's just off the top of my head. It's called Move You. Wow. Just the word move and then the, the letter U. Uh, now, it's it's kind of random, but it has to do with the physical, like what we're talking about with working out. So it's, a, it's a, talking about like natural ways uh-huh. to fix ailments in your body. So like if you have uh-huh. lower back issue or you have scoliosis. Or, is it scientifically backed or is it? Like uh, it oh, there's a lot of, I mean, that, that's their thing. Like the okay. guys who run it are like have all the credentials that you need to lead people and like movement. Um but the way they're going after is like if you do something, if you you can correct your body by doing it the right way, because okay. you've been spending so much time doing it the wrong way. So if mm. you correct it and start doing it the right way, okay. I think you're going to see things changing. Scoliosis, I don't know enough about that. I just said that. I don't actually really. I just heard. I, honestly, there's a Family Guy episode that I watched where <laughs> Stewie Griffin got scoliosis wow. because of, he was wearing I don't a neck know brace. If there's any scientific facts in that one? <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I just came up, but. The idea is like correcting ailments just through movement and moving correctly. So, but give them a follow. Give them a follow. Them I, a follow. My follow is going to be Nuts the Ruler. N O T T Z D A R U L E R. Nuts the Ruler. And nuts. just goes by Nuts. He's a multi platinum Grammy winner, producer. Uh, and I just, I, his Instagram is one of my favorite because he makes beats and he, he puts them up there as he's making them. Nuts that Ruler. That. Da. Da. Da ruler, ruler. Yeah, and he just makes beats on this Instagram right. basically, and has a lot of good hip hop content on there. So it's probably my favorite uh, Instagram account, I think, just because I like to watch how he does it and it educates me. I love that. And he samples a lot, and I love samples. No, that's especially if you're into music. That's fun. It's fun to like have that pop up on your feed every once yes, in a while. Yes, it is. I love it. I, I look forward to it. So I, I was going to mention like a, a goalkeeper account, but I was like, that's just not a ton of people. I love watching like goalkeeper videos. But yeah. um, so Sunday, 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 Sunday. I mean, excuse me, Monday. Sorry. 
<laughs> Monday, next Monday, the sep- September 30th, mm. Manchester United is playing Arsenal. That's My homework oh. at 3 o'clock Eastern is for everyone to watch Manchester beat Arsenal. <laughs> First of all, I don't like it. And second of all, you barely took care of what was that team? Rochdale. Rochdale. So the don't get too ahead of yourself. I looked at his Instagram, bro, he's like Who? The kid who scored against Manchester oh, United. Yeah. This guy is a kid. Like he's a pro yeah. like he's a kid. He's sixteen. It's just crazy that he scored at Old Trafford against Manchester United in the 80th minute to tie it to send it to PKs, but they lost. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we're on yeah, a good for him though. Oh, he's, amazing! He's upped his profile, but amazing. Hopefully, maybe get some move or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Keep an eye on that, but or just thrives at the club he's at, which will also be fine. Be the club, be the club, be a Ryan Giggs at the club. Real quick, I'm, we've really got to wrap this up, but yeah, I yeah. saw like a, a funny like little meme of a. Uh, the team that who not was it Colchester not Tottenham out oh just recently yeah and oh one of the guys God. who scored actually was signed by Arsenal sold to Colchester and someone put a meme of Arsene Wenger with his arm around him and they signed him <laughs> saying Wenger's done it again <laughs> <laughs> anytime like somebody who's ever played for Arsenal yeah. in, the, in the Wenger era scores yeah. against Tottenham they're like oh he's done it again oh my gosh I hate Tottenham behind hate the Tottenham. scenes but we've got to wrap it up we really yeah, we've we got, got like do. seven minutes to get downstairs top top pod thanks for listening Matthew Watson, myself, Jordan Farr, coming to you uh, from Pittsburgh. Thank you for listening. We hopefully have another podcast coming out soon after this. Coming but, soon. Yeah, do your homework. Peace, peace, peace.